to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Carly Lane. And for this episode of the podcast, we are continuing our Kelly rewatch with an audio commentary for the season one episode of Supergirl titled Bizarro. This is the second episode featuring Carly Nikonen on the series, and according to imdb.com, she is listed as employee number one. So a little bit different from the uh, the first episode she was in. This time around, she is employee number one. So we'll have, <laughs> we'll have to look for her. Uh, it sounds like she might be a CatCo. Uh, if she's an employee of CatCo, she, that might be where she shows up. So uh, we'll be looking out for her there. Uh, I'm very excited about this because I haven't watched Bizarro in a long time, and it's it, I remember it being one of my favorite episodes of the show. So if you would like to uh, watch the episode along with us, uh, I'm going to do a 3-2-1 play countdown, and we're going to start the episode on play. So Carly, do you have everything queued up? Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. All right. 3-2-1 play. This is a, an episode that starts off with, uh, the timeline is a little different. It starts with that three months ago uh, timeline. I don't know how you feel about, Carly, Carly, how you feel about the episodes when they do that kind of thing, where they kind of go in the past. and. I kind of like it, because it, 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 I mean, it basically establishes that something's been cooking for a while. Yeah, we get a little insight into what Maxwell Lord has been up to. It's a little creepy. I don't know what he's doing. Touching that girl. <laughs> like, why are you stroking her hair? It's kind of weird. I'm just saying. Yeah, she's... Oh, I, 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 I don't think they ever established that she's, like, uh, she's anyone that he knows personally. I think it's just... Because don't they say later on, and we'll probably get to it in the episode, they're, like, just pulling these girls, random, like, brain dead or they're comatose or whatever, like, they would normally not have a good quality of life yeah I yeah know. i think they're all random girls we'll, we'll have to we'll have to watch and see if uh if they give more details in the episode I, i've forgotten that it's nice to be able to rewatch it so, so i can remember what happened but yeah i don't think he has like a personal connection with these these women he's experimenting on yeah it's just weird it's weird but i like in this scene we get to see melissa benoist get to play a different version of Kara or, or Supergirl. Um, she, she, you can even tell from behind, I can tell it's Melissa, uh, just yeah. from her hair. I just wish it's one of those things where they did this episode and then they never did Bizarro again. And I kind of wish, I kind of wish they would do Bizarro Supergirl. Like it would have been more recurring. Yeah. I would I like know. to see her again. I, I'll, I'll probably get uh, a little bit emotional at the end of the episode cause it's so good, but I, I would like to see Bizarro come back. I, I'm, I sort of missed her in season two. Ew. Yes. My Lord. So creepy. <laughs> of course he would like have her call him that. <laughs> Hank is so mean to her right now. <laughs> He's definitely not supportive space dad right no. yet no it, it it has a progression well and it's like the whole thing is like supergirl is like she's kind of still messing up a little bit yeah this is still still kind of in in season one where she is still trying to find herself oh that's right 
I forgot this was, this picks up from the previous episode when he, he broke into the lab, he said. Okay. So they were trying to dig up dirt on him before. Catco is such a nice uh, contrast to the DEO. The DEO is kind of uh, dreary looking. I, I actually was there on, on the set. I took a WB tour, and when we went on the DEO set, it was lots of water. I was surprised by how much water was in it. It sort of looked look like the Batcave. So it's kind of neat to like go from the DEO to Catco where it's sunny and cheerful. Cat's uh. bringing uh, some lattes instead of car doing it. Uh oh, I feel like this is a loaded, this is a loaded latte. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Cat is doing it out of the goodness of her heart. <laughs> when- <laughs> Wind space, he's like, I'm like, I was like, don't drink it. Uh, she sniffs over poison. <laughs> this is a bunch of Catco employees in the scene. Oh, I see Kelly. I don't know if you saw Kelly yet. Oh, there she is. She she suggested us. Kelly, Super she just Roll. says Kelly. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah, she uh, she was named in this episode. She calls I'm... her Kelly in the in the script, but not in the credits. That's interesting. Yeah, and IMDb doesn't give her name as Kelly. Mm. There, there was one of the employees named Derek. I wonder if that was a, a Derek Simon mention. Oh, that's funny. Kelly's kind of in the front, too. Yeah. I like that Kara's like doing all these uh, these things to to try to protect Supergirl's image. It's not obvious at all. <laughs> the word Supergirl with the question mark as in Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's the best they got. Oh, it's funny. Look how many pairs of glasses she has on her desk right now. She has like five pairs of glasses on her desk. Are they all, are they all the cat eye glasses? Uh, there was a pink pair that I saw, and then there were a couple other like black pairs. Which oh. is so funny. She had like four or five pairs on right on her desk. Cat seems like the kind of person who sometimes forgets where she puts her glasses, so maybe she <laughs> she has a whole bunch of them just in case she loses them and. I feel like I remember, I think I remember there's a scene where she takes off one pair and she puts on a different pair. I feel like that happened at least once. I I do think that that happened where she put on two pairs of glasses. Now look, it's the old Supergirl uh, headquarters in Cat County. This is pre-Win working at the DEO even. Yeah, they never did anything with this office. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even, like, paint the walls. I wonder where Wynn got all of this equipment. Do you think that was in the office like that? Yeah, I think he said he, he, 
it was stuff that was just laying around that no oh, one was yeah, like going right. to ask okay. about. So he just took it. Several computer monitors, some broadcast monitors. Oh, they're talking about Adam. Uh, yeah, Cat's other son. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of funny because the last episode we did commentary on it was Cat's younger son. Right. And now we're in an episode where it's Cat's older son that's popping up that wants to date Kara or dated her for like an episode. <laughs> they tried it. They tried it with Adam. <laughs> well, and I would like to see him come back just in case they ever want to do a toy man story with him. Yeah. I don't know how realistic it could be, but just because of real life, like right. shenanigans, you know, it's kind of, it's like, that's the one thing that's difficult when you bring someone on who like you're in real life, have a relationship with. It's like, if you're not getting along with them, then it's hard to kind of. Oh, it's funny. Cause it reminds me recently. They just <laughs> had an episode of orphan black where the lead actresses, real life like fiance came on the show for an episode but th that show is getting ready to end so it wasn't like it was <laughs> they just they brought him in for like this one off and it was really funny oh Adam Mario Batali they got drinks at Nannan's this is before the unnamed alien bar they're drinking regular oh, human drinks Right? She's drinking a little red wine. I kind of want to know what would have happened if Kara took, like, a human date to the unnamed alien bar. Oh, that's right. She sent... She sent Adam the letter. Oh, yeah. This is after the, all of that drama between Kat and Kara and dealing with the... That letter. Uh-oh, but breaking news always happens when she's on a date always <laughs> it, that is true she did that happened to her in the pilot as well although that was a date she probably wanted to get out of yeah, anyway because the guy was left that yeah <laughs> this is the worst see this my grandma she <laughs> you don't have a grandma unless the danvers Unless, uh... Yeah, they might, there's a they might have grandma. a... Yeah, they might have a grandma somewhere. That's true. They, pro they probably could. Although, if it's uh, Jeremiah's mother, she should be very concerned because her son is missing. <laughs> Nobody knows right, where he is. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh-oh. Bizarro Supergirl. Oh, I like this so much. Getting to see two Supergirls, essentially. It's done really well in in terms of having the t the two characters in the shot. You kind of yeah. you, you can't really tell. 
No. It's a good composite. Because, I mean, for these close-ups, at least, you've got... A, her, it's probably Melissa and then a double. But, like, the shots where they swoop back and you can see both Melissa's... It's actually a pretty good composite yeah. overall. Although that part, that, that part right there reminded me of, like, early Flash CGI. <laughs> where it was, like clearly a cgi barry allen <laughs> back when they back when they used to do like there were shots where you could tell it was it was obviously not actually grant gustin it was like a computer generated grant gustin yeah but on the whole that that's a great sequence some of the fighting yeah. is in the air it's it's pretty cool i've got a red tornado mention This was post Red Tornado, right? Right. Mm. Oh, she has a soul, and then somehow it's like mine. Oh, that's a good line. Although it's interesting because, like, when it did you see when Kara punched her, it left like some kind of weird black veiny thing on her face. It did. Her face was a little messed up, so it kind of gave away that she was not really Kara. She doesn't have the same weakness, though, Alex. She doesn't. <laughs> right? Isn't that the whole thing? The whole yeah. thing is it's the reverse. It's a she has, like, reverse different. weaknesses. Alex, Alex, you're so smart, but also you don't know. Well, they've never really encountered her before. I'm going to give her no, a little... I know. It's a good. It's a good hypothesis, that's for sure. Right. Like, I, I would make that conclusion. You have to make that assumption until you know differently. In season one, Carl was all the time bringing in coffee or donuts or something for someone. It was a consistent prop for her in season one. She doesn't, she doesn't really do that anymore. She sometimes brings, well, she tries to bake her own goods now, but oh, then that's with, true. with mixed results. <laughs> she's still She's still struggling on how to make a good... Well, she has so many strengths in other areas that uh, it's, it's nice that she has a little bit of a flaw. Cat was a little uh, nosy about Kara's relationship with Adam. I don't know how right. I feel about she, that. Why is she, like, grilling her on the fact that they haven't kissed yet? If I was her, I'd be like, it's okay that you haven't, especially with your own son. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd be, I, if it was me, I'd feel a little weird about it. Like, I wouldn't go to some, the girl that the girl that he was seeing and be like, um, so you haven't even kissed yet? What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's awkward. That seems like it's none of Kat's business. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, yeah, so that's, this is the thing. That's where I'm like, all these girls that he took to do the Bizarro stuff on were comatose. Oh, it's so creepy. So creepy. Oh, yeah, there's a Bizarro's face. It's crackled a little bit. Oh, but Supergirl helped people. Well, I'm also so confused of why she's talking like, you know, 
It's like she doesn't know how to form complete sentences. Well, I think that was their way to uh, honor the way that Bizarro talks. Like Bizarro. Oh, is it? Yeah, Bizarro in the comics, and like if you watch Superman the animated series, he he does kind of talk in this. Uh, normally, it's a backwards speak, uh, like backwards speech, I guess. But they didn't. But they do, did like. Yeah, they broken just English. yeah they just made her sound a little uh, a little less educated. I guess is a good way to say that, but it wasn't full blown backwards Bizarro. But I just like that she is. You know, she starts to in that scene like come to grips with the fact that maybe Supergirl's not who Maxwell Lord has told her she is. Alex. Look at Alex standing there all fierce with her arms crossed. She's like, I know you did it. You slime ball. Do you think she uh, let herself into his office? How do you think she got Oh, on? yeah. Oh, she totally did. Yeah, she was already standing in there. Yeah. If if I were going to do it, here's exactly how I would do it. <laughs> he basically just laid out the entire plan. Like, come on. Language. Well, it is kind of violating to take her DNA. Just saying. Ew. More than... Ew. Ew. (laughs) Oh. That's gross. I don't even like that. I don't even like that. Let's not even joke about that. Maxwell Lord. I think it's interesting that in the previous episode that we watched, um, How Does She Do It? Maxwell Lord is... He confronts Supergirl and kind of questions her about her identity. And in this scene, he starts to think that maybe uh, Supergirl means something to Alex personally. Mm-hmm. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's a pretty smart character. He, he, he starts to put things together. <laughs> May the best girl win. She's so disgusted with him. She, yeah, I don't think she's had a... Any really good impressions of him? I like that Kara continually, like, throughout this episode is like, she's like me. She feels compassion for her, even though Bizarro's been doing some bad stuff. That's very Supergirl. Yeah, but she didn't have any... The whole thing is, like, her argument is she didn't have any say in the matter. That's true. Because they're all like, oh, she was one of Maxwell Lord's science projects. And she's like, well, she didn't, like, the girl didn't know, you know, she was in a coma. Like, she didn't know what they were going to use her for. There's a whole bunch of maps on those doors in the DEO. <laughs> I'm always like trying to look and see what what might they be looking at with those maps on the DEO right boards. 
uh, are they really drinking about Kara being on a date? <laughs> yes, they are. Is that what, is that what it is? Uh, I feel like that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I think they kind of... They're like commiserating they, that she's yeah. dating a guy. Wins like we're not friends. This is kind of hard to watch now with uh, with all of this talk about you know James and Kara and. How that se- you know season one ends and then season two picks up and it drops everything with their. Well, that was the whole. That was the whole thing. Was like they built this up all season, all season one, and it was like first he was with Lucy, and then Lucy left, or they, Lucy and he, he and Lucy broke up rather, or decided just to like not get back together, and now it's like wins all trying to. Why aren't you going after Kara? He'll leave. He'll leave the bottle. Is brown boar, like, is, is brown boar a, an alcoholic beverage? Is that a real drink? I think it's fake. They, they they'll make some fake labels sometimes for, for TV shows that so they don't have to get um so they don't have to get like trademark or whatever. That's what I thought. So I just I was curious. Yeah. No, I don't. I think it's fake. I will say in season one, they did a good job of like keeping James and Kara separated for as long as they could. They had the Wynn thing, then they had the Lucy thing, then they had this Adam thing for a little bit. They had so many things. Oh. I liked James and Lucy. I liked Kara and Adam. The Kara and Wynn stuff, it was kind of heartbreaking because, you know, I think they are maybe better off as friends, but but I wouldn't have minded if the show had gone that way. So I'm kind of, I guess it goes back to the whole, I just want to see Kara happy. Like, I don't care who she's with as long as she's happy. Well, smooching. I, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I, I I like how they handled the win stuff. Like, they didn't let it drag on too long. It was kind of like he told her he had feelings for her, and then she said, you're just my friend or whatever, and he was upset. <laughs> That's one way to end a kiss. Dang. <laughs> she um, got snatched up. She got snatched. Um, and then he was kind of sad for a little bit, but, like, he got over it and and then didn't allow it to you know long term affect their friendship so I feel like they handled it really well he would move on and meet someone else and like he meets Siobhan eventually and he meets like other you know other girls I love getting to see their opposite powers dueling it out ooh Bizarre used some super speed there Fire breath is really cool. 
fire and ice. Get it? Because they're opposites. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool shot where it's like cars standing there and Bizarro's like floating. I have to wonder where the DEO gets all of this kryptonite. Right? Um, but maybe they did have that statch because didn't Superman in season two like cart off all their kryptonite? He and, he and Jean had that thing about Jean keeping the kryptonite. Yeah, he takes it. So maybe they did have that big statue of kryptonite. Now they don't have it. Oh, and this is the scene when uh, Bizarro becomes the other actress, Hope Lauren. I liked the the way they made her face look. I thought it was it was pretty true to the comics. I thought she definitely looked like a Bizarro. I feel like Alex is getting ready to kick some actual Lord ass, though. She's like, you can tell she's pissed. She Look at her. Look at her face. She's like, <laughs> as soon as Supergirl was like, he knows, she's like, he's going down. Somebody's messing with her sister. And her entire family, really. Oh, they have synthetic kryptonite. I wonder how. I wonder how you get because I know Maxwell Lord had that synthetic red K. So I guess you can just you can just make it as long as you kind of know the the elements of it, the ingredients. Hank is not happy right now. So Nan has shown up in the in the series by this time. Always thought of Nan as kind of a, a late late comer in the season. I'd forgotten he showed up a little earlier. <laughs> Cat ordered an amber alert. What a random... I guess I'll just roam the halls of my building. <laughs> well, at least yeah, this time that- at least this time she wasn't butting in on their relationship and their, their their situation. She was giving them some space. I was kidnapped, but suddenly somehow it escaped unscathed. <laughs>
I feel so bad for Kara in this scene. She she thinks that if she doesn't have time for someone like Adam, she doesn't have time for anybody in her life. That puts a lot of perspective, I think, for me on season two with the whole Monel situation. Just because Monel is like her and she can kind of relate to Monel and they can and he can understand what she's going through. That's gotta be tough for Kara. No, oh, she's starting to cry. Ugh, no, I can't, I, I can't handle it when she cries. Don't, don't be sad, Kara. No, oh, look at her little face. No. Ooh, creepy. Maxwell Lord is still trying to convince Bizarro that Supergirl is bad. I don't know that she's completely buying it, though. She's had a lot of doubts. We don't see this balcony much anymore, do we? I know, I know they had in season two, Kara and Lena had like a lunch or a brunch or something outside of CatCo. So maybe that was the same balcony. I don't know. It's hard because I feel like a lot of the sets changed when they moved. So, Do you, do you think Catco has like a cafeteria inside? Just thinking about Lena and Kara meeting up for lunch. Were they at Catco though or were they? I thought they were at Catco. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they just went to... to lunch somewhere but i assume catco has like a food court either that or a place where people can eat <laughs> here's alex busting in on maxwell lord's office again she must uh, have it in with the uh, secretary or the uh, assistant or she could just flash that that badge that probably gets her Pretty far. Oh, in this scene, he straight up tells her, like, I know who your sister is. I know she's Supergirl. You're right, Carly. I think Alex is really ticked about the situation with... Max. Uh, yeah, girl. <laughs> I totally forgot that Bizarro kidnaps James. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> I forgot too. <laughs> Look at his hair all messed up. I don't know why that just made me laugh a lot. She <laughs> well, <laughs> pulls I- the hood off and look at his hair now. <laughs> it's so messed up. Really? Time Magazine's person of the year? I don't know if he was like... Was he exaggerating or do you think he really was Time's 
person of the year. Probably. I think he, I think he was, but then I was, then I want to be like, well, if anyone deserves it, it's Cat Grant. <clears throat> oh, sounds like she knows his uh, his little secret. I totally forgot she kidnapped James. <laughs> it's a big part of the episode too, and I totally forgot. Oh, there goes that watch with the distress signal. I also love that they put Bizarro. No move. Put Bizarro in in an Supergirl outfit. The S shield is backwards, and also it, it everything looks like dirty. Yeah, she typically will have like a backwards S shield, but I I like that it's it's kind of subtle. You'd have to really look for it. And even the the colors, I think, are a little bit, maybe a little bit darker. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. I think they're, like, muddier. I like the idea, though, that Maxwell Lord made a Supergirl suit for her. Yeah. Like, he studied Supergirl's outfit that's created, kind of creepy, though. And created one and intentionally made it backwards. That continues to be creepy. Like, that's what Maxwell Lord does with his time. He experiments on okay. people, and then he creates super suits for them. This is another example for me of, like, how James is, is effective. Like, he's talking mm-hmm. Bizarro down. He's, he's just doing it with his words and his compassion. He doesn't need to be punching people. It's true. He just has to make a connection with her. And maybe use that signal watch. Oh, 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 oh. Science. <laughs> yeah, see if you look at if you look at Cars Supergirl, it's the colors are brighter and a little bit, yeah. There is a difference in the colors. Which I like that. It helps it helps you see which one is which. At least for me, I yeah. can distinguish them a little better. Whoa. Supergirl kicked her straight out the window. Oh, Punching and kicking and kicking and punching. <laughs> Bizarro like, flipped over for some reason. I don't know why that happened. I hate to say it, but sometimes in these early season one episodes, you can really tell they're on wire. Yeah, the wire work was not as not as solid. I think they were still probably figuring a lot of that out. Like this part here where they're literally just 
floating. It's like you can tell they're clearly yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, some of that was not the best. Especially the long shot where it's like Alex trying to sniper. But I kind of go with it because there's a whole emotional uh, part of the scene where Alex has to take the shot and she's worried she's going to hurt Supergirl. So I don't know. I can kind of go with it just because that take part the shot. But because Alex is a badass, of course, she makes it without a problem. Oh, this is this is the part that always gets me the scene in this episode when Supergirl and Bizarro have a moment. Oh, Bizarro's crying. I never noticed that. A little tear rolled down her Aww. face. No, Kara, you're so good. <laughs> I once went to sleep for a long time, too. Ugh. Like, these are the kinds of moments I wish we saw more of on the show. Just these moments where Supergirl connects to another person. Or another uh, alien or whatever. So I guess this is why we don't see Bizarro anymore, but, I mean, could they bring her back? Probably. I guess anything could happen. But she wasn't. She wasn't just like you, Carl. Well, in in her heart, she was. Bizarro, I think, did want to do the right thing in the end. And that she did have emotional problems, just like Kara did. I wonder why they, I know, I know it's for visual effect and like it makes the scene more interesting to have somebody like walk around the prison, but I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. If I was trying to talk to somebody in a prison like this, I would probably just stand there and talk to them. They, they like to walk and talk. Oh, she getting mad. Oh, Alex. Alex. Isn't this the scene where Gat tells Kara to go and date Adam? I don't remember.
It's definitely another scene where Kat's like giving her some advice and teaching her life lessons, which was a Cat Cat Grant thing in all of season season one. Mm-hmm. Dang, Cat went for the jugular. She was like, "You you broke my son's heart." Ouch. Do you think that Kat was invested in Kara and Adam because she wanted Kara to be, like, possibly part of their family? Do you think she would she would have been okay with that? Like, if, if things, I feel, yeah, if I things feel like clicked, she was a little bit. I think she was kind of hoping a little bit because I she I think she likes Kara, so now she's like, and she's trying to pretend like she's didn't she wasn't a little bit disappointed, so she's like, maybe we should be professional. <laughs> Because Kat does that. She, like, instead of getting really open with somebody, she kind of... She puts up a, she tends a wall. To, yeah, so I think that's part of it, is her being, like... I don't know if she was if she's, like, sad, but I think she's just disappointed. Oh, come back to the apartment. Who's there, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is so creepy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot this leads into... uh, This is uh, the Black Mercy coming into her apartment. Yep, yep. Oh, it's so creepy. So gross. Good episode. It's just... I hate anything that's like where the well, where like, the bad. It's like skittering around, and you can hear it, but you can't see it. It's like oh, so creepy. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's overhead. It's overhead. Yeah, it's like on the ceiling and stuff. That's oh, a, that's a oh. creeps me out. That's a great shot though. When it's, you just see it moving like yeah. right over her, just out of like almost out of the, uh, just almost out of the frame. <laughs> yeah, that that wakes me out a little bit. So I want to uh, I want to look into the credits to see. Yeah, sh- she's listed in the credits as employee number one. So uh, even though Kelly, even though Kelly is this. named, she's yeah. still employee number one. That's interesting. It's funny. I wonder if they went back and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's right. We did write a name in the script." <laughs> well, that was a good episode. I enjoyed rewatching that. I I'd forgotten a lot of things that. We're in that episode, and uh, it's nice to be refreshed after so many episodes and so many different Supergirl stories. Sometimes, I, you know, in my brain, they, they have the uh, chance to get jumbled up together. So sometimes it's nice to go back and, and rewatch to refresh uh, my memory on it. Well, I think that's going to do it for this audio commentary on Bizarro. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. You can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. 
And you can listen to us on Google Play and iHeartRadio. And we have a playlist on Spotify, so you can check out all the music that we have uh, gathered together there. And we are also listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com forward slash dc-fans. We are available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you have time, we encourage you to give us a rating and write a review. And we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network, so if you also like Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, DC Films, classic DC TV shows, and the upcoming Black Lightning, Krypton, and Titans shows, you can subscribe to DC TV Podcasts on iTunes and follow at DC TV Podcasts on Twitter and like DC TV Podcasts on Facebook. Thank you for doing that. Since, uh, <laughs> since Morgan couldn't join us for this uh, audio commentary, she's still going to have Morgan? to do her, her Kelly homework. Uh, so uh, right. <laughs> we're going to have to make sure that Morgan uh, watches uh, rewatches Bizarro. But thank you for taking care of the uh, the DC TV <laughs> podcast plug Morgan, duties. I know. I'm, je- I'm jealous of Morgan. She's hanging out at Comic-Con without us. So... If you're listening, Morgan, we hope you have fun. Also, <laughs> super jealous a little bit. A little bit jealous. A little bit. A little jealous. A little bit jealous. Well, and you can follow me on Twitter at DerbyKid. That's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. I've, I've, gone, I've kind of gone backwards, uh, backwards on this, like, all the time, forwards and backwards, about trying to take a break from Twitter. I'll, I'll do okay for, like, a couple of days, and then I get back on to do something and uh so one of these days i'm gonna do a for real legit break um but (laughs) as far as right now i'm still active on twitter uh so you can find me there i'm also on instagram at the derby kid that's t-h-e-d-e-r-b-y-k-i-d and i've actually been pretty active on instagram uh lately so if you want to see some of my pictures and videos you can do that there and you can also watch some videos of mine over at youtube.com forward slash duck milk prod that's d-u-c-k-m-i-l-k-p-r-o-d you can find me on Twitter at my name, Carly Lane. Uh, currently writing over at Nerdist and Sci-Fi Wire. Uh, I just had a piece come out at, on Sci-Fi Wire about Winona Earp. And if you have been watching and loving the show Glow like I did, I wrote a piece about that for Den of Geek, which is, was a really funny Netflix show that I liked a lot. Um, but yeah, if you want to keep up with me and what I'm doing, actually, Twitter is probably the best way to do it because I post <laughs> everything there. <laughs> I can't seem to quit you. <laughs> well, yeah, I can, I always want to quit it and then I can't. I just one day, one day I'm going to try a lot harder uh, than I have been. I heard uh, I haven't been watching Glow, but I heard there was a Rebecca Johnson on it. Uh, do you know about this? She's on the she's on the she's one of the actresses on the show. She plays one of the like lady wrestlers uh but she spells her name r-e-b-e-k-k-a yeah that's the two k's that's a lot of k's but yeah. but hey that's that's awesome it's good to know that she, there's, might, she might be your bizarro Rebecca she Johnson. might be she might be um instead of c's they are k's um i love that i think that's it's nice to have another rebecca johnson in the world so uh, I'm glad you're writing about Glow and whatever Rebecca Johnson is doing. That's very <laughs> cool. Well, until the next installment of our Kelly Rewatch, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. I'm still Carly Lane. And we are excited to see what Kelly does next. <laughs> <laughs>